on the line now is uh, uh, Ray Lamontaine. He actually, believe it or not, used to work in a shoe factory. Is that just an old wives' tale, or is that really the case? No, no, that's that's true. Um, yeah, I worked I worked there for uh, too long. What made you get up one morning and all of a sudden decide that uh, you wanted to lead a musical life? Well, um, I, I woke up to a clock radio at four four in the morning to get me up to go to work and uh, I woke up one morning to Stephen Stills oh. and it just um, you know it's hard to explain without sounding sappy but it just it just lit me up it just like somebody turned a light on um, it just really 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 hit me um, um, it was just the, the most beautiful thing I'd heard you know now it seems to me that uh, a lot of uh people that sing uh, your style of song always say they had a, a very poor uh, upbringing with uh, loads of brothers and sisters and they had a family that found it hard to uh, eke a living. Is that really the case in, in your instance? Yes, I was raised by my mom. I have four sisters and a brother. Um, so my mom was, you know, I mean, I'm, a lot of people have, have a hard time. And, you know, when I think about um, our life, I mean, it was difficult, and it was it was not um, a lot of fun a lot of the time. Uh, but there are a lot of people out there who have hard lives. I don't. I'm not saying you know I, you know, poor me. I had a hard life. It was just that was our life. I mean, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it now um, because I see um, a lot of uh, there's a lot of beautiful things in hardship, you know, and I see a lot of there were a lot of good times in there also. Although I couldn't see it at the time. Would you say that uh, a lot of the feeling that people would find in uh, your new album, Trouble, which is out uh, the uh, 20th of September, uh, do you think a lot of the feeling in the music in that album uh, comes from your, your background and, uh, and the way things were? I don't know. I don't know. I think it, it's... I just try to... Um, you know, I'm trying to, to make myself feel better, you know, through music, I guess. Um, you know, music is a um, is a very it's a very powerful thing. It it uh, it can really um, it can really lift you up out of um, well, for that matter, it can really you know drive you crazy too. I guess. Back in 1991, you were you were still in the shoe factory, right? Right. It was it was 1999, almost a decade later. By the time you uh, did your first live performance, you, you almost had to teach yourself uh, to sing from scratch, didn't you? Yeah, it was not easy. It was uh, like I, I've said before. It was more. It was more less teaching myself how to sing and more letting myself sing. You know, allowing myself to to open up that much um, because I was very, very, very introverted, very closed up person. I didn't. I didn't uh, socialize with people. You know, at all. You were like Grizzly Adams and went off into the forest, so to speak. Well, no, that came later. That came later. You know, that was uh, the last five years have been. I, you know, bought bought a, you know, a piece of land in Maine and uh, and built a built a cabin and uh, lived without without that stuff. You know, electricity and running water and all that. But that was just, uh, you know, it was for me that was a better a better bet than renting. You know, I was just really tired of giving. Uh, giving other people money to live in their houses, I was just, I was just, I was fed up with that. And I said, you know, I can, I can do this on my own. I can, you know, I can build a, you know, a very small 
place to keep warm and have shelter and be on my own, you know, be on my own piece of land and my own, in my, you know, have something that's my own. You know, that's, again, growing up the way I did, we, didn't, we never had anything that was ours. We never had, um, you know, we never had a home. You know, we moved every year to year and a half. We were somewhere else in someone else's backyard or in someone else's house or renting something or, you know, it, it, I was just, I was, I was, you know, by the time I was 25, I was just tired of it. I didn't want, I didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to have my own place. So I thought, you know, uh, I can do without all that, um, all those amenities. I don't need that stuff. I just need a place that I can say, this is mine. I, I built this. This is mine. Now, you, you managed to pick up a wife and kids along the way, didn't you? Oh, certainly. <laughs> a very, very special, very, very special woman. Um, I've, I've actually known Sarah since I was 10 years old. The first time I met her, I was 10 years old. I met her in New Hampshire uh, when we were living in uh, a little town called Greenfield. Um, we didn't stay there very long, but uh, I met her through her father, was an old friend of my mother's. So, um, you know, when I met Sarah, we were all just kids, and she was very shy, and I was, uh, you know, a 10-year-old boy and crazy and bouncing off the walls, and um, <laughs> that's, that's when I met Sarah. Um, and then, you know, we didn't see each other for, you know, three or four years, and then we would bounce back from wherever we were to New Hampshire again. Actually, we, I think we, uh, I think the, the next time I saw her, I was like 13, and I think we were staying again at um, uh, her father was working in a, at an apple orchard. Um, uh, he was like the, the caretaker. He took care of the orchard in return for staying in uh, half of this woman's house, this uh, 70-year-old woman's house. It was her orchard. Anyway, uh, we needed a place to stay, and it was summertime, so we just stayed. Uh, we stayed at the orchard for the summer, and uh, you know, Sarah and I got to know each other better then as kids. Um, and then I think the next time I saw her, I was 17 or so. Uh, we were living in Maine, um, and uh, her and her father came up to visit us. And uh, I was uh, fairly smitten with her at that time. Um, and then, um, you know, I think we held hands, and uh, <laughs> you know, and then again, it was it was another four or five years. I was around 21 or 22. I saw her again. Uh, this time in Massachusetts, uh, her father had opened up a, a little rock climbing gym that he built himself um, in an old mill, and I went down to check it out, and um, there was Sarah hanging off like a 20-foot overhang uh, climbing this wall, and I thought, um, well, that's the girl for me, a girl who can <laughs> climb a, a wall with just her arms. I thought, yep, she's a tough chick. Um <laughs> I'm going to go for it. <laughs> so, um, you know, I've known Sarah for a long time, and, uh, and we've been married for eight years, and we have two boys, um, six and four, who are, um, you know, the light in my life, really. You're making me feel a wee bit like Reggie Lake here this morning, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't say that. Tell me how the breakthrough came, because obviously you, you were trying everything. You were f uh, filling in, uh, gigging for the travelling sort of folkies that were coming around uh, the right. place. Uh, this, uh, it's almost like a fairy tale come true. Uh, the, the governor of uh, Maine, was it, uh, heard you at a gig one night? Yeah, yeah, he did. I don't know how much I like this guy, but he was there. 
Why was he a Democrat or was he a Republican? Well, he's an independent, actually. Is he? Right. Yeah, he was. He's not there anymore. He's out. Right. But uh, he was an independent. I think, you know, the actual, I've got to be honest, I, I was cracking jokes about the guy when he was there. So <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was cracking jokes about him. And he, um, but he liked the show and, and um, you know, invited uh, me and my wife to go see Willie Nelson uh, that evening. So we did. And uh, Willie was great. And through that, you met uh, Jamie Charetta at Chrysalis Music Publishing, yeah? Uh, well, actually, yeah. It, well, not through that, but through um, a mutual friend. Yeah, someone, uh, uh, a fellow in Maine who was, uh, you know, helping me out at the time with, um, you know, getting shows and things. He was a friend of Jamie's and, um, you know, sent sent some music to Jamie, and Jamie took an interest. I think at that time, Jamie was working for Hollywood Records. So it was, a, it was a, you know, it didn't, nothing happened overnight, but Jamie, but Jamie uh, was really the, uh, you know, he's, he, he took a risk. He, he liked what he heard, and he flew me out to meet the guys at Hollywood, and uh, they started to show some interest. And again, Jamie took a risk and said, listen, I think I'm, I don't know if this is the right place for you, um, but I'm, I'm thinking about making a change of career, and I think you should stick with me. And I did. And he he went to Chrysalis um, and introduced me to to those guys there. And again, they took a risk and and had faith in the, in the music and and uh, believed in it and uh, signed me to Chrysalis. Uh, and then from Chrysalis, you know, they introduced me to Ethan Jones and um, and again, they all collectively took a risk and said, "Let's make a record." So that's how it happened. Now we have uh, people over here that are breaking through at the moment quite quite well, uh, like Katie Malula and uh, Bick Runga as well from New Zealand. Uh, how would you describe your music? Because it is very similar to, to a lot of stuff that was around in the 60s and the 70s, you know, like uh, Bob Dylan, uh, Joni Mitchell, that sort of stuff you've always compared yourself to. How would you describe it yourself, your, your music? Oh, that, yeah, I wouldn't compare myself to them at all. But, I mean, that's the music that I love. That's the music that... Um you know, that's uh, those guys, Bob Dylan and uh, Stephen Stills and the band, and Joni Mitchell and Neil Young, um, all that stuff, that's the high watermark. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's as good as it gets. It doesn't get any better than that at all. And everybody else who's out there playing, in my mind, we're just, um, we, we can't hold a candle to those guys. Uh, there isn't. There is not a thing out there, in my opinion, including me, <laughs> that even holds a candle to that stuff. That's that is, that is the high water mark. That is the, that is brilliant.